Hi. Welcome to Dear Matchmaker. I'm so excited to have you here as always. This is a big, huge virtual hug from me to you. I know you can be anywhere else. I'm so glad that you have me in your ears today. Welcome to Dear Matchmaker. If we've never met before, hello. Uh, I'm Kat. I'm Kat Cantrell, and I am your matchmaker and your dating coach. And my goal here at Dear Matchmaker is to answer your questions. And I'm answering one of your questions today that you submitted to me on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love uh, getting your questions. And sometimes uh, if I don't have, uh, if I want to be able to answer your question sooner than later, I'll just answer your question right then and there, um, right through the DM. So even as you're listening to this, if you're just like, oh man, I have a question for Kat and maybe it's not one that you want to bring here to air, but you just want to have uh, just a really quick answer, just send me a message. You can email me or you can uh, find me on Facebook or Instagram at Kat Cantrell. Just submit your question because here's the thing. One of the reasons why Dear Matchmaker exists is because so many singles feel isolated and alone. As if these are the, like, it can be in a space where it just drives you crazy, where you're like, oh my gosh, does anyone else experience these same issues that I'm experiencing in dating? And yes, you are. So by bringing your questions here on Dear Matchmaker, it gives me an opportunity to answer them. So if you are listening and you want to submit a question, just go to dearmatchmaker.com. Super easy. And down at the bottom, you can just submit your question and I'm happy to answer it. Uh, but I'm, um, I'm excited to answer uh, your question today because I feel like it's one that kind of hit me home personally, because it's something, the work that I have uh, had to work on for myself, let alone, I know that several of my clients have experienced this in their own dating lives. And so I'm really eager to jump to it and answer and get the question out there and answer your question. But before I do, just as a reminder, uh, this podcast is a labor of love because I love you to pieces and I want to help you. So Dear Matchmaker is sponsored by The Heart Agency. So theheartagency.com where I offer matchmaking, dating coaching, singles events, image consulting, which I am getting ready to uh, launch my image consulting package. So please stay tuned. I know that I mentioned that on the last podcast and I'm still working on it, just kind of uh, figuring out all the kinks. So please make sure and stay tuned. That is coming uh, your way. And of course I do lots of events here locally. I'm here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So if you're in Cedar Rapids or if you're around the area, I'll be hosting my next speed dating event, which is going to be April 15th here in Cedar Rapids. Uh, and if not, find a speed dating event near you because they are so much fun. We have such an incredible time. So I highly suggest you check it out. Um, just type in speed dating near me and I bet you there might be a couple that pop up. If not, uh, tune in come here. We're here to help you. I want to help you find connection. I want to help you find love. I want to give you the tools that you need in order to become the most empowered dater to give you uh, really a, a dating life, one for you to look forward to. Oh my goodness. This is what happens. <laughs> it's that I get so excited to record these episodes and I get ahead of myself. So Anyway, thank you so much. If you have not yet subscribed, also, this is just your gentle reminder to subscribe. If you're always coming back and, and uh, listening, I don't know why you haven't subscribed yet. So make, please make sure to subscribe or follow. There's a follow button on Spotify. So make sure and check that out. Okay. Ba -ba 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 -bum. So today's question, 
Uh, I wanted to, uh, so this listener actually, uh, submitted two questions. So one of her questions I went ahead and answered right in the DMS and helped her along. And this other question I am bringing to you because I feel that this is something that all of us need to hear. And, uh, even if you're in a relationship, even if you're in the start of a relationship, I think it's important, uh, for everyone. This is just kind of a gentle reminder And so, all right, I'm just going to jump to it. I'm going to get right to the question. I'm pulling up my phone here. Okay. So here's the question. Dear matchmaker, how do you accept generosity and intention from your partner? This is all new to me. Okay. So basically she's asking, she has a partner who's being attentive, who is showing intention, who is extremely generous, probably with their time, um, and attention. And it can be foreign to a lot of people to the point where it's uncomfortable. Uh, so much so that they can, uh, subconsciously sabotage the relationship. And so even though there's really no magical formula of really kind of figuring out how to accept someone's generosity, I'm going to kind of walk you through a few things that, I have helped my clients kind of sort out and uh, that I've actually done in my own life in order to allow Brian to show me, um, allow him space to come into my life, to be romantic, to be generous, because uh, in my own experience, I never had a partner that way. I never had a romantic interest who really expressed uh, their intention with me. I mean, if you haven't listened to our last episode, you want to make sure and check it out with me and Brian. Uh, so much so that Brian's intention was always there. Uh, there was no second guessing. He was a very secure place for me. And that was all foreign. So much so that it was almost to the point of self-sabotage. And I want to kind of take a step back. So my first question is that if you're this type of person where you have someone who's showing up that it does seem a little foreign to you, there's a couple of questions that I would want you to ask yourself. And the first one is, why do I not think that I am valuable enough in order to accept someone's generosity? Because we attract what we feel of ourselves, right? So we treat others, we teach others how to treat us by how we treat ourselves. And if we are attracting a partner who is extremely generous and it is uncomfortable, there is something inside of you that is telling you that you are not worthy of this generosity, Now, this is something that you can journal about, that you can go to your therapist about, that you can kind of unpack in a way to where you can really kind of get down to the root of why is it that you have such a difficult time of someone being generous. Now, some of this may be in my circumstance. For me, when Brian was showing up for me and was showing generosity towards me, one of the things that I really struggled with was that my marriage was a marriage of exchange. And maybe you've had these types of relationships where in order to get something, I had to give. And so if I received something from my ex-husband, 
I knew there was something I was going to have to give to him in exchange. It was never, there was nothing in that marriage for him. He never, with, uh, with nothing, with no agenda, there was whatever he gave to me, there was always some reason why, because he wanted something from me. And so for me, and to not sabotage that relationship, I had to step back and say to myself, I'm worthy of this. I am worthy of having a man who's going to come into my life, who's going to show me how much he appreciates and loves me. And I'm going to create space for him in order to do that and to not sabotage it and push it away. So the first question you want to ask yourself is, why do you feel that you're not worthy? And I had to have that conversation with myself where it's like, okay, well, the first reason is because I knew that my previous, my marriage um, was all about exchange. So it wasn't, he never gave me something uh, or did something for me just because he loved me. It was always one of those situations where it was like, okay, um, I'm going to do this for you. But since I, since I did this for you, I want you to do this for me. And that can really mess up someone's head space. And so when you're out there dating and you have someone who is showing you intent, who is being generous with you, of course, you're going to think to yourself, what is the alternative motive? What is it that this person wants from me? (laughs) Why is this person acting this way? And this is completely normal, knee-jerk, you know, reaction to this type of, uh, service in a way, because especially if you've had that type of past. So that's the first question that you need to ask is where is this all coming from? Why do I feel like I'm not worthy? The second thing is that one of the struggles that I faced in, for me personally, and one of the things that I help my clients with is understanding your forms of self-sabotage. So when you start working with me right away, whether it's matchmaking or dating coaching, the first thing we do is I put you through a series of tests so that I have a greater understanding of where you're at, who you are, how do you sabotage your life, and what is it that you really need in a relationship versus what you want And really fine-tuning what you bring to the table, understanding what you bring to the table, fine-tuning your your wants and your needs and your must-haves and your non-negotiables and all that. You know that. So for me, and I've done, you know, I've done an episode about self-sabotage. It was probably almost two years ago. And I probably should do another one just because I've learned so much in the last two years of uh, working with my clients. But my number one form of self-sabotage is being a pleaser. Now, why do I mention this? I'm not, again, this space is what I do with my clients is create awareness. If it's something that you get triggered, then you go to a therapist. And I know that we've talked about this. And I and I work hand in hand with therapists, therapists and 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 the work that I do, because sometimes People come to me, they're like, I've done all the the stuff, I'm good. And then as we work together as a coach and I'm motivating you and I'm moving you forward and I'm holding you accountable and we're talking about what's going on as you're dating, some things can come up and you're like, oh my gosh, why is this here? And I can't explain to you why it's there, but you can go back to somebody and and really kind of discuss why these forms of self-sabotage are there. So for me, 
the name, the main reason, uh, for me, it was really hard for me to accept someone's generosity is because my number one, uh, form of self-sabotage is a pleaser. And a lot of my clients do, they do have this as their top form. And as a pleaser, you want to give and give and give and give and give, and it's really hard for you to receive. And for me, with my marriage and with my upbringing, I was taught that other people's needs come first before mine. And that the only way that I felt that I was being loved was because of what I could do for other people, not for just existing, not for just being cat, not just for being, you know, the badass that I am. <laughs> no, the only way that I could receive love is by giving it, which explains a lot about my marriage and explains a lot of like my mindset. And so if you understand really kind of where this is coming from and say to yourself, I don't have to work for love as a motto in your life and saying it to yourself and believing it, that can help you too to create space to allow somebody to show up and to allow somebody the space to show you how much they care and to allow them to be generous in your life. So first is really kind of understanding your knowing your worth and why don't you think you're worthy. Second is understanding maybe your forms of self-sabotage and how they're seeping through. And if you are a pleaser, you know, did you have the upbringing where other people's needs became before came before yours? And this can happen for both men and women. It's not just women that are pleasers. There are men that are pleasers out there too. So having a firm understanding of kind of like, why is it so difficult and uncomfortable for me to allow someone to give to me? Because it is a form of uncomfort. Because you, if you say to yourself, if the only way that I can be loved is by, uh, because I feel like I have to give it in order to receive it, and if someone is just giving it to you and you think, oh my gosh, they have an agenda, this can be really difficult. So much so that you'll push this person away. And we don't want you to push them away. So the third thing that, especially for those that are like, okay, um, maybe that one and two really don't apply. So let me give you just a third basic way that you can allow someone to show generosity is by looking at it this way. If you were in a relationship with someone and you really enjoyed their company and you're hoping to get to know them more and you're enjoying your time together and you're like, man, I really like this person and I can really see us going somewhere. I would love to show my appreciation by doing this for this person. And the other person, when you go to show them your appreciation or you go to show them how much you care about them and the other person pushes you away and says, no, thanks. Or is the other person is so uncomfortable to where they don't allow you in that space? It's going to make you feel uncomfortable, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I'm being vulnerable. I'm putting myself out there. I want to give to this person and the other person's not willing to receive. So if you, if maybe self-sabotage isn't the thing, maybe you know your worth, but it's still difficult to allow someone to give, to give to you. I want you to put yourself in their position. 
I want you to switch roles. That if you were to give to that person and they were to push back, how would it make you feel? Because I feel like, I mean, dating is difficult. Dating, it's a lot of work because you're putting yourself out there and you, and you are being vulnerable. When someone is, when you're getting to know somebody and you can see their intent and you can see that they want to give, just give yourself a little bit of space. Open yourself up a little bit just to receive. And maybe it's little doses at first because maybe trust might be an issue. Maybe you're like, oh my gosh, well, the last time I let somebody in, you know, I got hurt because all of this is coming from a space of fear. And I know you've heard me say this before, and I'm going to say it again. We have, we have two choices. All the decisions that we make in life are based off of two decisions, either fear-based or love. And when you have someone who's showing up for you, it can be really scary because, oh my gosh, this person's showing up. They're showing me their intent. That means I have to maybe let this person in. And it's much easier to push away, especially if you've been hurt before, especially if you're an avoidant or maybe an anxious avoidant. It could be really difficult to let someone in. But when someone's really there for you and they want to show you, you owe it to yourself and you, you owe it to yourself to allow that person in, even if it's just a little bit. It doesn't have to be, you know, something extravagant and they sweep you off your feet, but just enough to where if the person's showing up, tell yourself first, I don't have to work for, to be loved. Like it's, I have the right to be loved for just who I am and for what I bring to the table. And second, know that you're worthy of it. We're all worthy of having someone in our life who wants to give to us and to show us how much we mean to them. We all deserve that. And so to me, I think the fact that she has this question and she's like, it's so foreign to me, probably because she's never had a man in her life that's ever done this, or maybe she's had previous relationships where it's been an exchange. But I think just saying to yourself, I'm worthy of it. I don't have to work for love. I'm worthy to have this type of person in my life. What, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Yeah, you might get hurt. But at least you're being vulnerable. At least you're showing up. At least you're letting them in. Because to me, instead of having, I mean, to me, the worst case scenario is that the push, you push the person away and you'll never know. What if, what if, what if? To me, it's being in that moment and allowing that person in just enough to where you're comfortable. I'm not saying you have to completely open up, but just open up, up enough to allow them in, to allow them to show their generosity. Because the more you let them in and the more you allow them that space to show the generosity, the more the, con the greater the connection's going to build, the more they're going to see they're like, oh my gosh, this person loves the fact that they're, that I'm showing up for them, that I'm showing them how much I care about them. And you're when you let them in, it's showing them how much you appreciate them, how much you want them in your life. When you push them away, it's going to push them away. So create that space. Allow them in. It's going to show them how much you care. It's going to show them that you're in it. It's going to show them that you appreciate them. 
it's okay to receive. It's okay to receive for just being yourself. Don't have to give, don't have to give to receive. You can just receive for just being you. It's what Brian and I call mutual appreciation. When someone shows up for you and shows you how gracious they are for you or is showing you generosity and you're letting them in and expressing to them how much you appreciate that, that, my friend, is the secret sauce. When you're showing continuous ongoing mutual appreciation, that is the formula that is going to start to build a thriving relationship. So just understand your worth, kind of know where this comes from, understand your worth, and baby steps. Let them in. Worst case scenario is you're going to get hurt. But you know what? You've been hurt before. You were fine. You, you know, got yourself up. You brushed off the dust. You're like, okay, I'm at it. I'm fine. I'm going back in. You're going to be fine no matter what. You're going to be fine. So let them in. Show them a mutual appreciation. Let them in. Let them allow, allow them to love you. And you, you, so you can love them back. Okay. Because they want that from you. They want that from you. Okay. Okay. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you have a question, just as a reminder, submit your question. You can either follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Kat Cantrell, or you can submit it at dearmatchmaker.com. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, I would love it if you would rate and review on Apple. I love your reviews. I love your little five stars. It takes just a second. You just go boop with your finger. That's it. That's all you got to do. And if you're on Spotify, I would love it if you would follow as always. All right. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in to uh, Dear Matchmaker, and I appreciate you so, so much. And remember, true love is waiting for you, and I will see you next time. Bye.